Hey, hey, you are listening to the Wildly Fulfilled Podcast, hosted by me, Brittany Nicole. I'm an energy therapist, author, and mentor for creative women with big dreams. This podcast is for you if you're ready to pursue your big dreams with confidence, clear fear and self-doubt around success, and make a living doing what you love without burning out your nervous system or putting yourself and your needs last. My goal is for you to leave each episode feeling like you can truly be, do, and have anything you desire, and most importantly, do so in a way that's nourishing, aligned, pleasurable, and fun. Without further ado, I'm so excited you're here. Let's dive into today's episode. Hey, wild woman, it's Brittany Nicole back here with the next episode of Wildly Fulfilled. Today, we're going to be diving into one of my favorite things to talk about, which is this concept of creating a body-first business. Now, I did not create this concept of body-first. I actually was inspired by Kate Northrup, who used the phrase body-first, business-second. And I remember the first time that I heard that, it I really felt it on such a deep level, especially because if you don't know my journey with my health, I have polycystic ovarian syndrome, PCOS, and I also have Hashimoto's thyroiditis. And so with that, I have a lot of fatigue and I have flare symptoms if I don't manage my stress well and things like brain fog and joint pain and not sleeping well, blood, blood sugar issues hair loss, a lot of not fun things. And so one of the things that I really struggled with when I was going through the worst flare that I've ever had back in 2018 was how am I going to be able to manage my stress, manage my health conditions, while also still doing the things that really matter to me, showing up for my business, showing up for my people, serving people, how can I do both, right? How can I take care of myself, uh, take care of myself and and still do the things that really matter? And that was something that really plagued me for a long time because up until that point, what I saw what it looked like for me to run my business was that it did require me to work lots of hours. It did require me to be in this cycle of working, working, working really hard and then getting burned out and not doing anything for a few months after that. So I would launch something, put everything I had into it, and then I would literally crash. And I realized really early that that wasn't sustainable for me. And unfortunately, for a while, I thought, well, maybe I just can't have a business. Maybe my body is just not capable of sustaining this kind of work or even traditional work. So that was something that really scared me for a long time thinking, gosh, I'm not going to be able to do anything that I really want to do. And thankfully, I discovered, you know, through lots of reading and through exploring and learning from my mentor, Rachel Symington and Kate Northrup and Sarah Jinks and a lot of people that have really inspired me, I learned that I don't have to sacrifice my health and my well-being in order 
to pursue my dreams and my desires and have this gorgeous impact. And neither do you. And if you're listening to this thinking, well, I don't have any health issues. I'm perfectly healthy. This is still going to apply to you because I truly believe in this society that we live in that we're all overworking. A lot of times we, because we have this belief that we have to earn our worth through what we do. So creating a body first business really is like this revolutionary act in in this day and age. And it's such a beautiful concept that we don't have to sacrifice ourselves in order to create something meaningful. You truly, and not only that, not only do you not have to sacrifice, but by placing your body and your well-being first, you actually get to have an even bigger impact. And that is the juiciest belief that I have installed that has really helped me to build this new approach to my business from the ground up. I really created a whole new business model, a whole new way of working, and it has really served me to the fact that I'm actually making more money working way less hours, which is so exciting. It is so exciting to see that I still get to have and create all the things I want while taking care, taking gorgeous care of myself along the way. So without further ado, I just want to talk a little bit about what does it mean to build a body first business? Now, with anything that I share, you're you're going to have your own personal version of that. So this is what my version of a body first business looks like. At the end of this episode, I'm going to ask you to journal on a couple of questions to figure out what your version is. But I know I love examples. I'm a very visual person. So just having some examples can be really helpful. And I get that. So I'm going to share with you guys what my version looks like, and how maybe you can apply that to your own. Now, I think this is going to apply to everyone. But a body first business to me is something that prioritizes your well being first before anything else. One of the things that I learned, and this is something we hear and we think, oh, this is a cliche, blah, blah, blah. But when you don't have your health, you don't have anything. So your health really is your wealth. And I learned that the hard way, like, you know, being at the time 28 years old, being in my bed, barely able to tie my own shoes because I had such bad joint pain, being barely able to walk up and down stairs going, you know, to do very normal things like going to get groceries, not having the energy for it, having such bad brain fog that I couldn't even string (laughs) sentences together. All of that really humbled me in such a massive way and just showed me how important my body really is and how grateful I need to be for the things that my body does every single day without me even thinking about it. So from that point forward, it really showed me that my body really does have to come first. Because if you're not healthy, if you're not, you know, able to take care of yourself to the point that you're so burned out, you can't even show up for life, then what kind of what kind of business can you really have? (laughs) Right? If you can't even you don't even have the capability to show up anymore, then what does that even mean? So your health really does have to come first. And I'm hoping, um, in this new paradigm that we're all creating together, that this becomes the norm and not some revolutionary act that body first is just, Oh, yeah, of course, of course, we put our bodies first. 
So body first means that everything you do, you filter it through like, is this healthy for me? Is this a healthy way for me to be showing up right now? Is this a sustainable way for me to, sh- for me to be showing up right now? Um, making sure you're getting enough rest, making sure that you're well nourished throughout the day. One of the things that I really struggled with was I wasn't even eating often enough. I wasn't even giving myself the lunch break that I would get in corporate. I would just work right through and then realize by the end of the day that I was starving. You know, even nourishing yourself is so important. You know, um, one of the things that I really love to do now is I look at ways I can pamper myself even while I'm working and while I'm doing other things. So I'll take a bath. I'll take midday baths all the time now. And I even put like flower petals and essential oils, things to kind of make it extra, you know, pleasurable and, and luxurious. When, uh, when things open up again, and I'm able to, I'll also be getting massages and acupuncture and, you know, doing things like that to, you know, really take care, take extra special care of myself. For me, Body First is also about creating, um, creating space to just have more pleasure and fun in your day too. So I love to have dance breaks throughout the day. I have lots of playlists on my Spotify. So I'll just kind of pick one of those depending on what mood I'm in and I'll dance around. And that's such a gorgeous way too to kind of move, um, any stagnant energy you're feeling. It's also about being, it's really just being willing to rather than avoid and push down your very real human needs, asking yourself, how can I put myself first? And this is something I really struggled with in the beginning for sure, because, you know, being a people please, being a recovering people pleaser, recovering perfectionist, my MO was put everyone else and everything else before me and I get to come last whatever scraps are left over at the end of the day. That's what I get for myself. And I know a lot of women, a lot of women, we operate in this way. And so to operate in the reverse can feel very, very uncomfortable. So for me, my body first business looks like I only work 20 hours a day. Sorry, 20 hours a day. (laughs) That would be insane. 20 hours a week where I used to work like 50, even sometimes 60, especially in the very beginning of my business. So now I only work like 20 hours a week on average. I take two days off at least. And I also, I also have limits on when I even accept calls with people. So I only have two days a week when I have coaching sessions with people. So it's Tuesdays and Thursdays right now. And, you know, obviously any of these things are, you know, are available to be changed and shifted as needed. Nothing is set in stone, (laughs) which is another important aspect of Body First is that you're willing to, if something's not working for you, if it's not working for how your energy wants to flow, you're willing to make adjustments as needed rather than push through. So I'm always kind of like checking in, is this working for me? What's not working? What's not feeling so good? Like recently I realized that with my um, fatigue, that three hours is like my energetic maximum for how long I can be um, on the phone in a day or on a Zoom call, three hours. So that means I can only um, work with, you know, up to three 
clients in a single day or with my mastermind, that's a two hour call. So I'll have one two hour mastermind call with my women and then one other one on one call with a client. And that's a, it really all that is, is really setting boundaries. You're setting energetic boundaries. Like what is my energetic maximum? What feels, you know, what feels healthy for me? And where is it that I start to feel even maybe a bit resentful or just overwhelmed? Um, Does my nervous system kind of go out of whack? And really just paying attention to that. A lot of times we really avoid sitting with our bodies. And that's something that has really helped me as well is that I'm a lot more in tune with my needs than I ever used to be before. I really pay attention to those, those signals that my body sends me of like, oh, this is too much. We need to rest. One of the one of the things that has really shifted the way I operate, though, is there's two things. So one is my human design, understanding that I am a um, I'm a sacral manifesting generator, and that I when I follow that sacral uh huh or uh uh-uh, uh when I listen to what you know my body wants to do and what's correct for my for my energy at that point. That also really, really helps me. And if you don't know anything about human design, no worries. (laughs) Um, We don't have to go into that too deep. But we all have our own energy blueprint for how our energy naturally wants to flow. And so for me, I have um, this sacral authority. That's how I best make decisions. That's how my body tells me this is something we want to do or this is something we don't want to do. This is correct or it's not correct. Some people are emotional, so they you know, they get information from their emotions. Some people are splenic, so they get this intuitive knowing in the moment. Again, we all have, we all have different ones. So uh, if that's something that interests you, then, you know, I recommend diving into that and getting your chart read. You can go to um, geneticmatrix.com and get one for free. I think you can also go to Jovian Archive as well. And you do need to have your birthday, your exact birth time, etc. But that's so that's one thing that has also helped me is just kind of understanding how my energy naturally wants to be expressed and naturally wants to flow. And really, the next thing, this is the thing that has made the biggest difference, I think, is really leaning into my my cyclical nature as a woman. So we are all influenced, of course, by um, by these natural cycles. So we have the season, the seasonal energy. We have the cycles of the moon. We have um, whether you're bleeding or not, because again, I have PCOS, so I have a very irregular um, menstrual cycle. And even if you don't bleed, you energetically are going to cycle as a woman um, through these four different phases. So you're going to have more active phases. You're going to have less active phases. And I like to joke that we're four different women in a month. Again, I'm going to be doing a separate episode all about this. So be on the lookout for that, where I go a little bit deeper into each of those um, cyclical phases that we experience. But for me, really understanding that I don't show up every single day with the same energy, with the same vibe, and, and knowing that that's not a problem, that it's not something that um, that I have to make wrong about myself has really been such a breakthrough for me because, and I know it's not just me because a lot of my clients have felt the same way that 
you know, especially when we're, um, so when we're ovulating, obviously we have a very different vibe from when we're bleeding and when we're in that, um, that PMS wild woman time and we feel irritable and we want to burn everything down and we're super emotional. It's very different from that time when we're, um, coming you know, when we're in our follicular phase and we have so much energy and we feel like we can do everything, like we have these different energies and they're all so valuable. Every single one of them has medicine for us. And just for me, recognizing whatever cycle I'm in at that day, knowing that, oh, okay, I get to show up from this energy. It's still very valuable. And, and, and just looking at how can I nourish myself? Because whatever cycle I'm in is going to require a different kind of nourishment, right? And it's been this gorgeous permission slip for me to tune into my body in this way. So there's all these different levels, right? Like, and it's so personal. Again, it's so personal what body first looks like to you. But for me, it really has come from these things. It's come from constantly checking in with my body and how it feels, what I'm craving, what I'm desiring more of, making sure I'm getting that that nourishment, that that food, that sleep, the pleasure, the relaxation, all those gorgeous things to help reduce my stress, understanding my energetic boundaries and really honoring that, creating a schedule that works for me, knowing how many hours a week that feels good, knowing how many days off feels good. All of that has been really key for me. And then understanding my personal energy blueprint, my human design, and looking at how I can make decisions from that place that really honors my body. And then of course, leaning into this, this cyclical nature that, that we all have as women. And I really just encourage you to look at your own business. And I want you to ask yourself the question, what does my version of a body first business look like? What are some things that you can feel like you are not honoring your body? Where are you feeling like your body is coming last? Is it coming up in how many hours? Maybe you're working too many hours. Maybe you're not taking any time off. Maybe you're taking time off, but your mind is still constantly stressing and worrying about, I should be working right now. So maybe it's like a mindset thing where you really don't let yourself unplug and and relax. And I want you to think about your body first toolkit, okay? So for me, my toolkit is baths. So when I'm really needing some space for myself and I just really need some replenishment, baths are kind of like my go-to with Epsom salts and flower petals and all the all the gorgeous things. I like to call it a goddess bath. And also music, like I mentioned before, um, having different playlists for different vibes, different moods, and being able to dance and move through that has also been super healing for me. So when I need just something to help me move through some emotions I'm feeling, um, that that's a big thing that's in my toolkit. And also the other thing is just, um, you know, and this is something I, I uh, recommend when you do a healing with me is like just lying flat for 10 minutes. There's something so powerful about just setting a timer, laying flat for 10 minutes. It actually helps your energy system to to process any healing, um, any kind of changes that you've been making. And it's just a really great way to just kind of get back into alignment and to take care 
of your energy hygiene. You know, um, a lot of times we kind of forget that we do have energetic hygiene, not just taking showers, not just brushing our teeth, not just washing our face, but our energy system, you know, it needs our support and love too. So just doing that for ourselves and doing the things that really light you up. I even have like this oil, it's called, it's like a grounding oil that also, if I'm just kind of feeling anxious or a little bit overwhelmed, I will just inhale a little bit of that oil. And again, it kind of brings me back to center and, you know, just really having your own toolkit and thinking about, well, what are the things that bring me back to center? What are the things that remind me that my body needs my attention to? So that is my recommendation. I hope that this episode has given you some food for thought and has encouraged you to look at how you can approach your business in this way. And I will say that it can be a little bit uncomfortable at first to to put your body first because, again, in our society, we haven't really been modeled that very much. And that's part of why I've created this podcast. And it's part of the reason I create the content I do because I know it's not been normalized and I want it to be more normalized. So anybody who's talking about this, hell yes, let's keep it going. Let's keep that conversation moving because we do need to put our bodies first. But it is going to be uncomfortable and that's totally normal. If you feel um, if you feel guilty or you want to call yourself lazy or you're thinking, oh my gosh, if I rest, I'll never get anything done. There's no way that I can be successful if I put my body first. If all those beliefs are coming up, I just want to say that's all totally normal. And it's also all totally bullshit stories that your mind is telling you because Believe me, it is absolutely 100% possible to have this gorgeous body first business and still, and not even just still, it'll actually help you create your desires and create the kind of lifestyle you want much faster. Okay, I I promise you that. (laughs) When you lean into it fully and you just trust, I get to have it this way. I get to have a business that nourishes me, that um, prioritizes my pleasure you get to have it all. It's not either or, right? It's not successful or happy, successful or nourished. You get to have all of it. Um, So yes, let's lean into this new way of being, this new paradigm together. And that's all I have for you today, babes. Have a wonderful rest of your day wherever you are. Bye. That's it for this episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. And I hope you came away with at least one drop of magic to help you pursue your own version of a wildly fulfilling life and business. Please help me spread the word about this show by leaving me a review or screenshotting this episode and sharing it on your favorite social media platforms. And if you haven't already, make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss a single episode.